Welcome everyone to the second series of our lesson on count and non-count nouns. The main difference between count and non-count nouns is whether you can count the things they refer to or not. Count nouns refer to things that exist as separate and distinct individual units. They usually refer to what can be perceived by the senses. Here are some examples. Table, finger, bottle, chair, remark, award, word, girl, and candidate. Before you are some example sentences with count nouns. I stepped in a puddle. How many puddles did you step in? Just one. I drank a glass of milk. Glasses of milk can be counted. I saw an apple tree. Apple trees can be counted. Non-count nouns, on the other hand, refer to things that can't be counted because they are thought of as wholes that can't be cut into parts. They often refer to abstractions and occasionally have a collective meaning, such as furniture. Examples of non-count nouns are the following. Anger, courage, progress, furniture, education, weather, warmth, leisure, and precision. Before you are example sentences with non-count nouns. I dove into the water. How many waters did you dive into? The question doesn't make any sense. Therefore, water is non-countable. I saw the milk spill. How many milks? Milk cannot be counted. I admire the foliage. How many foliages? Foliage cannot be counted. Still confused? Let me try explaining it this way. Think of the batter from which a cake is made. Before you put the batter into the oven, it can't be divided into parts because it's a thick liquid. Once it has been baked, it becomes solid enough to be cut into pieces. Non-count nouns are like cake batter. Count nouns are like pieces of cake. Note, since the issue is complicated and almost no rule is absolute, there will be exceptions to the above definitions. However, we can show some general patterns. Bear in mind that what is countable in another language may not be countable in English and vice versa. Let's now talk about pluralizing count and non-count nouns. From the definitions of count and non-count nouns that we have already discussed, you may have already guessed the rule for pluralizing them. Most count nouns pluralize by adding an S. Non-count nouns don't pluralize at all. However, like with most rules, there are oftentimes exceptions to these rules. For a number of nouns, the rule needs slight revision. Certain nouns in English belong to both classes. They have both a non-count and a count meaning. Normally, the non-count meaning is abstract and general, and the count meaning concrete and specific. Now let's do some comparisons. For count nouns, I've had some difficulties finding a job. 
Difficulties refers to a number of specific problems. Nan count. She succeeded in school with little difficulty. Difficulty here refers to the general idea of school being difficult. Second example. The talks will take place in the Cranert building. Talks refers to a number of specific lectures. As opposed to, I dislike idle talk. Talk here refers to talking in general, which is non-count. The city was filled with bright lights and harsh sounds. Lights refers to a specific number of lights and noises. Light for non-count, in this example, light travels faster than sound. Light here refers to the way light and sound behave in general. A special case of the use of non-count nouns in a count sense has to do with classification. Sometimes, a usually non-count noun can be understood as one item separate and distinct from other items of the same category. The nouns that function in this way often denote foods and beverages. Examples, food, foods, drink, drinks, wine, wines, fruit, fruits, and so on. Here are some examples. There are several French wines to choose from. Wines in this sentence means kinds of wine. We use a variety of different batters in our bakery. Batters in this sentence refers to kinds of batter. A revision of the rule. These exceptions require that the rule for pluralizing be revised. Count nouns and nouns used in a count sense pluralize. Non-count nouns and nouns used in a non-count sense do not. The two possibilities in each half of the rule require different choices. If you know that a particular noun must be either count or non-count, and cannot be both, you need to decide only if it is possible to pluralize the noun. On the other hand, if you know that a particular noun may be used in either a count or non-count sense, then you need to decide whether it is appropriate to pluralize. To summarize, we may put the rule in a chart like this. For count noun and for count use, we pluralize by adding an S, for non-count noun and non-count use, we do not pluralize at all. This ends our second series on count and non-count nouns. Thank you for watching.